Before our work week, one of my favorite books of all time, super simple, super casual, really easy to read. I love Tim Ferriss. If you've heard his podcast, he asks great questions. He likes to think differently. And the whole thing about the book is, you know, how to work four hours a week and make more money and be on a holiday and have this amazing life and only work four hours a week where it's funny because Tim works like a hundred hours a week. He loves working. So I don't think this book, it can be a bit misleading, a bit scammy, the the, the title, um, because I think a lot of people that read this, they are going to take the productivity tips from it and then use it in their lives to help them with their work. So one of the overarching principles of the book and it's in the subtitle here, Escape the 9 to 5, Live Anywhere and Join the New Rich. He's basically saying all of these people and society, we've been bred and led to believe that it's all about retirement. Life's going to get better when you retire. When I retire, I can finally do what I want and I'll have all this freedom. And he's basically like, hey, change your thinking about that. Don't wait till retirement. Figure out what you love doing, where you would love to live what you're really good at and just start doing it now in whatever way that you can, you know, go online or delegate your tasks or talk to your business and and figure out, you know, communicate with them about outsourcing something or maybe can I work from home or so it was, it was quite a, a a revolutionary book at the time because no one was really working from home back then. No one was really working online back then. So he does have a great way of explaining things and and thinking about things. So I'm just going to run through some of the other top ideas and and the productivity tips and tricks and tools that you can use that are spoken about in the book. So the the top 3 things by far out of anything and it's a very common pattern within the the, the best-selling books, the best-selling um, authors and the, the lives of super high-performing people, athletes, billionaires, um, family people. Any If anyone is in the top uh, artists, anyone in the top realm of their area, they're going to be doing these things, okay? So they prioritize, they delegate, and they eliminate. So... If your head's, if you're all overwhelmed, what you can do and you're not clear and you're not feeling productive or efficient, you write everything down and you go, okay, is there anything here that I can eliminate that I don't need to do? That's not urgent. It's not important. It's it's a bunch of bullshit. I can eliminate it, all right? That's number one. Number two, is there anything in here that me, myself, I don't actually have to do? Is there something in here that I can actually pay someone to do? So if your hourly rate is $100, and you you got to mow the lawn and it only costs $20 to mow the lawn, you're better off working an hour, making a hundred bucks and then paying someone $20 to go and mow the lawn for you. And then number three is prioritize. So out of the things you can't eliminate and you can't delegate, think, okay, what these things I actually need, they need to do and I need to do them. What's the highest priority action that I can do first that's going to make all of the other things irrelevant or easier to do. Okay, so those are the top three things. Eliminate, delegate, and prioritize. 
The next law is Parkinson's law. So Parkinson's law states that the amount of time you schedule in to do something is the amount of time that it takes to do it. Okay, so a funny story. The other week, uh, I was feeling horny. I messaged the girl and uh, I was like, hey, do you want to come over? I was, was thinking, hey, do you want to come over? And she's like, yep, yeah, I can be over in five minutes. The house was a mess. So I fucking run around the house. I cleaned everything up and I got it spick and span in five minutes because that's the amount of time that I had. I allowed myself five minutes. So I did it in five minutes. That wasn't actually a true story. I, that's a story from one of my mentors. But I mean, we can all relate to that, right? If you're a guy or I'm sure a girl, girls go crazy over cleaning the house, don't they? Just The amount of time you schedule in or the amount of time you, you think you have planned to do something, it's the amount of time it's going to take. Remember when you were in school and you had an assignment and, you know, it, it <laughs> it's two days before the 6,000 word essay is due and you go, oh, how much have I done? Oh, I haven't started, right? Because you, you still have two days. You know that you can pull an all-nighter and finish it in one night. So why not just, instead of saying, oh, I have six weeks to do the assignment, why not just schedule in two days where you're going to do the assignment? And then you don't have to stress. You don't have to worry because it's already planned. It's already pre-booked. Another That's another key thing in that he talks about in this book is make sure you plan your life out. Make sure you plan and you schedule in tasks. Make sure you have some goals that keep you aligned and keep you focused. And you're preventing yourself from getting distracted by shiny red objects throughout the day. So chunking in tasks that you do. So if you do cleaning, if you do cooking, if you do working out, if you do family time, if you do any sort of um, hobby, if you're checking your emails, Put it, don't don't just sporadically check your emails, one email, like fucking, if there's an email thing that pops up and you constantly, that's, no. If there's a phone next to you all day and it's ding, 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 no, put it on fucking silent. Check your messages, check your notifications once every hour, once every fucking eight hours, twice a day. Check your notifications, check your emails. If you're going to do all the cooking for the week, okay, let me, instead of cooking fucking every night, let me cook twice a week and save up a bunch of meals instead of cleaning sporadically let me just do one cleaning a week or i I said that to someone the other day yeah i just vacuum once a week and they're like once a week you have two dogs what the hell that's so everyone's got their different standards everyone's got different values of what they love doing if you love doing something you're better off chunking it prioritizing it and doing it all at once because then that's going to clear your mind and it's actually will save you so much time chunking it all together because it keeps you focused and you just <laughs> power through it. The next thing is Murphy's Law, which is comes into the planning part. Murphy's Law, if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong. Make sure you have a solid plan. You mitigate your risk. You're asking yourself the question, what possible obstacles and challenges might I run into and how do I solve them in advance? The last tip, and this is, uh, you know, they're all the most important. This is the most important. It's called P- the Pareto Principle. It states that 80% of your results come from 20% of the actions that you take. So if you are a business, a, a consulting business, 80% of your money is going to come from 20% of the clients. 
So you're better off focusing on the highly profitable, the good clients that that pay you well, that take the actions, that are constantly growing, that they're focused, that they listen to you. They're the best clients. There's 20% of the best clients give you 80% of the money. You flip that around, 80% of your head fucks come from 20% of the, the clients as well or whatever it is. It might be your your health routine. So you'll find that 80% of the habits, 80% of the bad habits that you do will only give you 20% results. You want to flip that around and be like, okay, what's the, what are the 20% best habits I do for my health that give me 80% of the results? So that it, the biggest bang for buck things, you know, sleep, food, working out. Is it yoga for you? Is it meditation? Is it, I've been swimming lately. I find that's really productive and that gets me in a good mood. It's, it's, it's multiple things at once. It's breathing, it's quiet time, it's focus, it's in the pool. It's, I'm, I'm visualizing myself swimming with dolphins and orcas. I'm learning a new skill. I'm think like there's so many benefits and it's just one tiny little thing. So the Pareto principle is look for the 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 highest priority things in the highest priority things and just keep focusing on that because you'll get all most of the results just from from 20% of your actions. So reflect on your life, set some goals, don't wait for retirement, do what you love. Prioritize, eliminate, delegate it. And you don't need to work four hours a week. You can if you want. Um, but yeah, focus on what you love and uh, it'll be impossible for you not to make a ton of income. Oh, that's another thing that I'll finish with. He also says, rethink your finances and don't get caught up in buying materialistic things or things that, you're trying to compete with others, you know, keeping up with the Jonas's. Just focus on the things that you enjoy, spend money on that. Don't feel like you need to live in a big fancy house or have a fancy car or fancy clothes, all that kind of shit. Just spend the money very wisely on things that you love and it will expand. Because if you're if you're loving what you do and you're focused and you have a goal, you're going to incrementally increase the amount of money that you make over time. So there's no, there's no rush and you can slowly save up and up and up and then spend more money over time on the things that bring you more love and more fulfillment and more meaning and more purpose and more inspiration and more gratitude. So that's the four hour work week. Make sure you subscribe.